Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. My name is Karen M., and this is the Just for Today for November 8th. Freed from Insanity. Do I believe it would be insane to walk up to someone and say, may I please have a heart attack or a fatal accident? Basic text, page 24. We've heard it said that unless we're in love, we can't remember what love feels like. The same could be said of insanity. Once we're freed of it, we may forget how truly bizarre our insane thinking can be. But, to be grateful for the degree of sanity to which we've been restored in Narcotics Anonymous, we need to remember just how truly insane we've been. Today, it may be hard to imagine saying something as ridiculous as, May I please have a heart attack or a fatal accident? No one in their right mind is going to ask for such things. And that's the point. In our active addiction, we were not in our right mind. Each day we practiced our addiction. We courted fatal disease, degradation, exploitation, impoverishment, imprisonment, death by violence, even death by sheer stupidity. In that context, the idea of asking for a heart attack or a fatal accident doesn't sound all that far out. That's how insane we've been. The program, the fellowship, and our higher power, together, they've worked a miracle. The second step is not a vain hope. It is reality. Knowing the degree of the insanity we've experienced, we can appreciate all the more the miraculous power that has restored us thus far to sanity. For that, we are truly grateful. Just for today, I will take some time to recall how insane I've been while practicing my addiction. Then I will thank my higher power for the sanity that's been restored to my life. Thanks for letting me read. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our returning guest, Jim D. Hey, Jim, welcome back to the Anonymous Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me on again, Doug. I'm glad you can make it, bro. So, Jim, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout-out? Sure. My uh, my clean date is October 18th, uh, 2013. My, uh, I attend meetings in the New Orleans area, and uh, my home group is Open Mind down here on Mondays at 7.30 Central Time. And, Jim, that meeting is going to a hybrid meeting, isn't it, coming up soon? That's the word on the street, Doug. All right, love. <laughs> I love those folk down in open minds. All right, Jim, let's transition to the just for today. So can you share your thoughts on freed from insanity? Um, I, uh, 
you know, I, I, this morning I was trying to um, avoid uh, kind of reading about the election returns. Um, I was, you know, a little anxious about it yesterday. I was anxious about it today. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's the funniest thing when I have anxiety, um, I tend to gravitate towards things that will um, bring me more anxiety. <laughs> so I, uh, so I wasn't reading, I hadn't yet, um, you know, I'd like blocked all these websites, on, you know, on my phone, I just wasn't going to do it when the outcome, you know, comes, um, I'll, I'll learn about it. Um, but I found myself driving to the coffee shop. You know, I do drink a lot of caffeine, but I, I knew specifically like today's probably not a great idea to go get some espresso. <clears throat> I was talking to my sponsor on the way there and he, and I, I said, man, I'm, I was like, man, this, this stuff is, you know, is, uh, really stressing me out the, the elect the election results and uh, we were talking about it and he said what are you doing I said I'm, I'm driving to go get some espresso and he just laughed and he was like <laughs> it's like so you're stressed out so you're going to get some espresso and I said to him well I said I know it's I said I know it's crazy but the decision has already been made <laughs> and um right. you know this is this is low stakes the, you know that sort of thing is, is is low stakes you know I'm a little stressed out I get some caffeine, I get a little more stressed out, but like I'm able to, to cope with life. Um, but the, I think the funny thing is, um, I, I think about that, that line, um, that the decision's already been made because it hadn't been made. I was driving to the place I hadn't, um, <clears throat> I hadn't ordered, I hadn't paid for it, I hadn't uh, exchanged the money for the physical cup and I hadn't put it to my mouth and, and drank the, the espresso yet. So in my mind, like the decision's already been made. It, you know, the caffeine might as, might as well already be in me, but there were a lot of steps that I had to take uh, to get there. Um, so uh, it's a funny thing because it, it, it reminds me of a lot of things that specifically about when I was using, you know, there are a lot of, when, when you're kind of in and out of the rooms, maybe at first I, I was, it just took me a while to get it. <clears throat> And, um, you know, I kept not, I just didn't understand, like, I kept ending up at my dealer's house mm -hmm. or I would end up, you know, at, you know, awake at seven in the morning and I hadn't slept in, in you know, in two days, you know, that sort of thing. And um, I didn't remember making those decisions. Um, but today I, I, have, I have a choice of, about stuff and sometimes I choose to do something that like is irrational or is a little insane or will actually contribute to um, some unmanageability in my life. Um, and like I said, today was low stakes. Um, a little more caffeine, a little more stress I can handle. There's other stuff where, um, you know, where I, I feel kind of empty inside. And so I, I seek things that are a little more, um, that can really contribute to unmanageability um, whether it's like sex or related to kind of, it, it kind of um, <clears throat> all folds in together for me with um, like a lot of approval and, and attention seeking and, and sex and, um, and that sort of thing. And so I know that 
some some behavior, some activities can, uh, it's almost like, you know, I'm feeling bad about myself. So I, I seek this behavior that usually um, ends up with me feeling rejected or feeling um, abandoned or, um, and that's insane. You know, I, I know today what it, what it means to care for myself and love myself um, and, it, and have, you know, the boundaries to expect, um, or the, I guess the self-respect to expect that um, I deserve, you know, love back um, in a healthy way. So I don't know, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of what I, I think initially about this reading. Um, Oh man, I think that's that's really good, Jim. You hit on some really cool stuff, and um, I can identify with a lot of that, man. And 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 you know, for for people like us, man, it, at least for me, it comes out. You know, that manifestation comes out in like finances, you know, or or food, or you know, with females, right? It's like one of those three, like the the three Fs, you know. And so, um, and with that, man, like we have to look at that as kind of like that. It's an inside fracture. You know, so for our guests who are listening or, or, you know, for the listeners who are, who are tuned in, we kind of look at this, this manifestation of addiction inside of us, right? This, this inside fracture that says this, I need more. That's mm-hmm. the inside fracture part, right? And like you said, man, and that was a perfect, you, you, you said that perfectly about, hey, it's low stakes, it's some caffeine, I'm feeling nervous, let me do something to make me more, right? Or, or if I'm feeling low about myself, let me go do something that's going to make me feel even lower about myself. Yeah. I need more, man. I need more. And, and so that inside fracture piece, I think where we, where we get this freedom from that insanity and we get, we start to get that fracture restored is all in that. The pivot is that second step, right? When we kind of look and see, Hey, what does sanity look like in my life? And do I believe there's a power greater than myself that can architect that man? That's the pivot. You know, that's how we start to get freed from that insanity and repeating those behaviors again. And then we, you know, we work on it on a six and seven and all that, but Jim, can you, can you jump into that and, and, you know, you be as transparent as you want to be, you know, with, with the listeners here, but what, where do you find yourself maybe struggling with that freedom from insanity now with seven birthday cakes, right? You got seven cakes. So is there some areas that, that, you know, you have to be mindful of like, Hey, look, let me work on being freed from this insanity. And then the second thing, if you could speak to is when did you first start to see that? happening in your recovery like what was that first like oh shit you know what i'm not taking this to the bitter ends i'll be damned um first of all i I just wanted to to read this real quick i don't know if it's necessarily a good segue but right after that quote like i was i went back to the basic text from where page 24 where it says may i please have a heart attack or a fatal accident and the next paragraph says in this program the first thing we do is stop using drugs. At this point, we begin to feel the pain of living without drugs or anything to replace them. The mm-hmm. pain forces us to seek a power greater than ourselves than, that can relieve our obsession to use. And I think that the, the greatest thing that Narcotics Anonymous has given me and kind of my, um, through, you know, through working the steps and really internalizing them is that um, using means different it means something different to me today than it did seven years ago when I got clean. <clears throat> mm. And it can be equally, 
I don't I don't want to say equally as damaging because that was pretty next level damaging <laughs> what I was doing to myself back then. Um, but on kind of an emotional mental level, it can it can feel pretty devastating if I if I act out enough to cause myself harm. Mm -hmm. um, so it would be hard to say um, the first ways and um, that I felt like like when I was just feeling freer. <clears throat> I do think that that's that's the the biggest struggle for me is to remember that I'm free. Um, that I am okay already. Um, that you know feelings come and go. So I, I can. Um, it's all right to feel bad. It's all right, well. I don't want to say bad. It's all right to feel sad. It's all right to feel angry. Um, it's all right to feel resentful. All these things are um, natural, you know, occurrences. Um, they are telling me something. They're usually my higher power telling me something, you know, uh, directing me somewhere. Um, and likewise, um, I, I guess, uh, like, a, in, in, you know, my freedom is so much greater these days. So this is in relative, I'm, I'm definitely speaking in relative terms. Um, like today when I feel you know, I'm, I just don't feel confident. It's a whole, it's very different than, than it felt when I had like 10 days clean and I weighed 105 pounds and my eyes were sunk, you know, in the back of my head and I had track marks on my arms, you know, like there was a, there wasn't a lot of confidence with that guy. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, and, and, you know, and, and piggybacking on that, going into the rooms and seeing all these people and being very afraid of them, you know, and being um, and just feeling like I was different than them. And so today, you know, that that kind of when I lack confidence or I feel insecure, it's, it's just different. But I have some experience that um, can point me in the right direction. I think uh, usually when I think of the the uh, the line about, you know, insanity being um, doing the same thing and same thing over and over again, uh, and expecting a different result. Um, you, you know, usually I think about using like very self-destructive, uh, behaviors, um, like trying to use and thinking that I can control that using and finding myself again, um, you know, in a dark, dark place. But I, I think today with, um, a lot of experience, like hard one experience, hard one wisdom. Um, I, uh, it, it can still be, I, I can, you know, I'll, I'll say, for instance, I'm, I'm a musician. So I've played in front of, you know, big crowds thousands of times. Um, and, uh, and I, uh, you know, I, I can perform well. Um, even if I'm not performing, you know, up to my standard, you know, usually it's going to go well based on um, my preparation, um, that sort of thing. But I still, you know, I, I went at the end of my using, I, I, I kind of stopped, um, I stopped playing, at least performing in front of people. And I kind of went inward for the first several years of my recovery where I wasn't playing a lot of music for in front of people. 
And so in the past, just in the past year, I mean, I'm seven years in, I hadn't played a show in, in eight years until March, like the weekend before, um, the weekend before the pandemic really hit and things started shutting down. And, um, I, and, and just before that, I'd been playing some open mics to kind of get comfortable again and leading into those, those initial open mics. I was, I remember going in and just like shaking, being terrified. There would be like 10 people in, you know, a coffee house or something. And I would be completely shaking and I would perform and it would be, it would be good to great, <laughs> you know, and, but my confidence was that, you know, I just didn't have it. I was so uncomfortable and, and had lost, um, I had kind of lost the confidence and, um, and, and I, this is a little bit of a ramble, but I'm going to kind of circle back to say that there are things now that I do and I do well, and then I go to do them again. And I tell myself that I can't do them, that I'm inadequate, that, you know, everything before was a flute and that this time I will fail. So it, it's, it's a little different than, you know, doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Um, but I guess it's really not, <laughs> you know, I like, you know, it, it was successful the first time and then I go to do it again and I expect that it's going to fail this time. It's just kind of like a different perspective on it. And that's my disease kind of playing games with me. Um, and it goes for the, the same thing with work, man. I just started a new job. I had a, a lengthy interview process with a few places this summer. Um, and, and, and I just started getting very insecure. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I desperately want someone to do the hard stuff for me. <laughs> I, I think I still want to call my sponsor. And sometimes I'm like, dude, just tell me what to do. He's like, I don't, I can't do that. Right. <laughs> or my grand sponsor, you know, it's the same thing. Like, I, I just want an answer. Just please just, just fucking tell me the answer. So I don't have to, <laughs> to figure it out. <laughs> and it's not that hard. It's not that scary. But um, so those are kind of the, the areas where I can get, I mean, I don't even, I feel like I kind of rambled. So I don't know if I listed specific areas, but, um, you know, there's a lot of, there can be some challenges around just connecting with people um, and, and and just feeling fear around that instead of realizing that I'm free and that my higher power wants me to connect with people. It's just that it looks different now. And I realize that my higher power is uh, demanding like a deeper surrender of me. Um, no, that's good, man. Do you do you feel a little bit awkward, like you know, when you're going to a meeting and you haven't been there in a long time or something like that, like when you travel? You know, it's funny. I feel very awkward at my home group. <laughs> at Open Minds, okay. Yeah, All right, so folks, if you're at Open Minds and you're listening, <laughs> stop I, making Jim feel awkward. Nobody's making me feel that way. It's a, it's a funny thing. I think it might have to do with Zoom. <laughs> um, maybe uh, I. And I'll have to say that I, we, well, it's not important, but yeah, I think it might have to do with the virtual format. Um, but, uh, you, you know, so I can find myself in familiar places with around people that love me and, and start doubting myself and start doubting them. Um, you know, th that happens, that can happen at my home group. It can happen with um, my friends and family. It can happen, um, you know, at work. And, you know, usually there's some need that, is not being met and that I haven't spoken up about, you know, it, it might be just that I might feel awkward 
um, in the home group because I'm just not willing to get vulnerable about what I really need to get vulnerable about. And, mm-hmm. and that, you know, I might need to ask for help. And, um, and once I start not wanting to do that, I start trusting people less. But I mean, I can see that now. <laughs> That's talk about, um, you know, the progress. I mean, you're asking me about the challenges. I, you know, I can tell you all these areas that I struggled, but, you know, I'm talking about in relative terms because mm-hmm. they're just, mm-hmm. I've pulled back so many layers at this point that I'm a completely different person than I was. I will 100% do things that I do not want to do. And then the next time I do them, I'll feel confident about it. No, man. And, you know, and the point in, in asking about those, you know, those specific areas is to, to be introspective, right? Is to look at, is to examine our behavior and see where, okay, hey, am I in any form of bondage here? If so, all right, what's that action item to, to, to receive some relief from that bondage? And, and, and man, I think it's awesome. Like you, you were just talking about, you know, if you feel this, this certain kind of way or whatever like this, and then immediately, man, you went into that identification of what your action item needs to be. Well, it's probably because I need to get transparent about something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's recovery in action, bro. You know, that's how we get freed from, from insanity. That's, you know, that, that's where, that's the hit right there. Mm-hmm. You know, so, all right, brother. So let's, let's, um, let's speak to uh, some new folk that we have tuned in and listening to the podcast. So uh, final, you know, the final uh, segment here, of this episode is going to be Jim, if, if, uh, if you could um, maybe speak, you know, a few seconds to, to some new folk that we have listening in, what would you like to say to them? Um, this is a unique time to get clean. It's a really hard time. You know, it's a hard time for people in general. Um, so if you're here, um, I know that you want this. Um, and you know, this is a process and it took me a long time to like enjoy the process to to be able to kind of respect that it is a process and not get everything now and um so just know that you're you're okay right right now where where you are what you're doing um and and just don't pick up today and and I, i promise things change you know Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.